national battle. What do we have to do to get Ellie De La Cruz at the All-Star game? Let's kick this around the horn. He's played 27 games. That's nothing, right? But what he's done to the red season and these highlights are everything. So last night, an ultimate highlight. Second inning, the Nats accused him of using an illegal bat. All was found out to be good. Two at bats later to the moon. 455 foot missile. I say again, bring me the all-star game. <laughs> he doesn't need your all-star game. No, Speaking you're right. All -star the all-star game needs him, right? That's, that's what it is. De La Cruz missile. I like that. That's real good. When Nats manager Davey Martinez was upset last night, and he's upset every night, let's be honest, he asked <laughs> Ubs to look at an attachment on De La Cruz's bat. And we're all like, what? What does that even mean? Well, here's what it is. Major League Baseball allows sensor covers on bats now. Did you know, did you know that? Yeah, the bats that are in the minor leagues can even have sensors in them, but the sensor covers a plastic shell at the bottom of the knob, the handle, and De La Cruz is comfortable with it now on his bat over the last couple of years. So they looked at it because it looked loose. They actually looked the handle up and, and it's kind of cool how they look at it. They didn't find any cork or a trampoline. I don't know what was going to be under there. Who knows? But when all was done, two bats later, he lets it rip. <laughs> 455 feet. He told the Mets to check the bat again. De La Cruz, quote, tell everybody that the knob is not the reason why I'm doing a good job. Frank, is it okay for the Nats to ask for a check? And is it okay for De La Cruz to strut it after the home run? Yeah, don't get so sensitive. There's nothing wrong with it, and he should take it as a compliment. Oh, okay. he's, tearing, right. he's tearing up the league. <laughs> We've seen this before. When a young pitcher is doing well, the manager will have the umpire check the laces to see if they're too long and are distracting the batters. You know, there's a famous movie, The Natural, starring Robert Redford, who isn't nearly as good as De La Cruz, and they checked his bat, the famous <laughs> Wonder Boy bat. It's what you do in baseball. It's a time on a tradition. Bravo to him. A couple of at-bats later, he sends one into outer space. Oh, it, this is what makes baseball great. Harry Lyles Jr. Look, it's fine that the Nationals asks, but you can't get mad when he stunts on you and throws it back in your face, right? I mean, like, this is the game. Yep. You throw one at us, we throw one at you. And that's what he did. And the way that he responded <laughs> in that way as such a young player is really impressive and why he's great in the first place like even if there was a sensor in there it just tracks your bat speed and other measurables which if you're the nationals you guys should probably start using those you've scored the fifth least runs in Yo! major league baseball this year and have the oh, so maybe start singing some of those oh. sensors on y'all's knobs woody page <laughs> <laughs> yes the umpires were wrong the nationals were wrong this is not a place for gamesmanship because he actually did come back and show you ex what he could do without that shell on his bat. Here's a point, Nationals. If you wanted him so bad and you're so jealous of him, you could have signed him for $65,000 when he was a youngster. Secondly, the umpires, are they not paying attention to the rules of the game? They would have known that Major League Baseball allows this. Instead, the umpire looked like, I don't know what this is. They had to go to Major League Baseball to find out whether the rule was in effect or not and for him to do what he did he was showing a great deal of maturity i've watched him in person this year i think he's one of the most exciting young players in the mm. league in my opinion he's the fastest man from home plate to first base in the league in addition to that <laughs> he has stolen 11 bases he goes from first Woody to third with the, with the uh, stopwatch stone <laughs> clock and times i love that Woody. behind home you think plate. he's an all-star woodrow <laughs> 
Oh, oh absolutely. Yeah. You make those special requests, and mm -hmm. not only do the fans want to see him, but the other players who haven't played against him would like to see him. I never thought about that. All right, and Ramona Shelburne, what do we have here? Look, this is what baseball does. Like, you get the old heads criticizing the young phenoms. They did it to Acuna oh. Jr. They did it to Yasiel Puig. This is this is part of the initiation process for a young player. Now, I don't know. Dame Lillard was quite deep into his career when he did the Dame time thing. I don't know about the knob point to it. You're just a rookie here, right? But this is part of it. I love I love this initiation in baseball. And whether it works or not, I don't know. I mean, Nuke Lelouch thought he needed garters to pitch well. You know, like, <laughs> Another old movie reference. I'm here for that. All right. All right. So, yeah, we have the natural. Okay. And we have that. Nicely done. Um, Bull Dorm. So, let me ask the, the All-Star Game question now, because I think we can all agree the, the Midsummer Classic is a spectacle in some ways, right? Last year, Major League Baseball brought in some of the all-time greats to come back. Uh, you know, Miguel Cabrera played an All-Star Game last year. So, Albert Pools. So, I have a second question here about De La Cruz. He wasn't on the All-Star ballot. MLB doesn't do the vote for fans after the vote for fans, that extra vote anymore. He's played in a third of the games of some of the other players. Do you think he's a deserving all-star, Frank Isola? You know, I think he is. And I think the all, you know, I think interleague play has taken a lot away from the all-star game. And I get it. Some of the players may say, come on, you're going to let a guy in who's only played 26, 27 games. But he's going to help everyone in baseball. You're trying to get eyeballs on the game, younger people on the game. This is the kind of player that attracts younger people to baseball. And hey, remember another thing. He's impacting winning, which is also important. Put him in the game. Parallels. Yeah, his team is largely relevant because of his production. And if you're Major League Baseball, the most eyes you're going to get during the year outside of the World Series and postseason is right now when there's the least amount of sports going on and you have the floor basically next week. So if you're the game and you have one of your biggest stars, you need to put him on your biggest stage. Ramona Shelby. I mean, a third of the season is not really enough to be an all-star, but they have injury replacements. I like David Bednar sending a case of beer to Clayton Kershaw because he was his injury replacement in the all-star. <laughs> I saw that. Gotta find a way to make this happen. All right, so you, it's only through an injury replacement in your eyes, right? It's not through any special thing. Yeah, but it's unanimous I mean, that, that in 27 games, De La Cruz has risen to all-star game for you guys. Yeah. I'm surprised to hear that. We'll move on. The latest on Damian Lillard. Here we go, Ramona Shelburne. It was your report yesterday. <laughs> that the Boston Celtics could be interested. I want to sniff around there, but also Adrian Wojnarowski's report that Lillard only wants Miami, and Lillard's agent is telling any of the teams if they trade for him, they're trading for an unhappy player. Ramona, those are two opposite forces here, but I guess they're not mutually exclusive, right? So what's the play? Yeah. This is what is done in the NBA. The only player with a no-trade clause is Bradley Beal, and we saw how that played out. Giannis doesn't have one. Steph Curry doesn't have one. LeBron James doesn't have a no-trade clause. Because the idea is, if you're a star and you express this idea, I will not be happy if you trade for me, that a team would not want to trade for you because it would be a public relations disaster. It would be uncomfortable for everyone involved. Plus, you don't want to give up a lot of assets for a player that is not going to play for you or doesn't want to play for you. So this is a stand-up to see how much muscle and how much have Damian Lillard and his agent have here. I don't know that they can pull this off, but they're certainly trying. As far as the strategy, whether it's sound or not, to your report, that the Celtics could be it. Now, what yeah. are we talking about there? Because I think the Miami move, you could like Miami for a lot of reasons because they are a finals contender. Boston would be that too for Lillard. 
Yeah, I mean, the stated reason he wants to leave Portland is that he wants to go to a place where he can win. And Boston Celtics just went to the finals in the Eastern Conference Finals this year. So, uh, you know, the, the offer wouldn't be Jalen Brown for Damian Lillard. It would be more like Robert Williams III, Malcolm Brogdon, some picks, some oh. young players. Like, this is a this is a, a, a great option if Damian Lillard wanted to play in Boston. But from what I understand, that's not a city he wants to go to or a team he wants to go to. Let's just see if Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown can have a phone call behind the scenes, though. But it would be for Tatum, Brown, and Lillard to stay together if Boston makes a move. Brown would not be a sign and trade. No. Frank Isola bring you in here on the strategy you're, you're sensing from Lillard. Yeah, I don't believe it. I, I, to me, it's a negotiating ploy. Everything that we know about Damian Lillard, or at least everything that we've been told about him, he's professional, he's a good guy. You mean to tell me if he's making $43 million next year playing for the Boston Celtics, he's going to be unhappy? Kevin Garnett went there kicking and screaming. He, he, he loves it now in Boston. He's treated like a star. If he went to Philadelphia and played with Joel Embiid, the reigning MVP, he went to New York City and played at Madison Square Garden. I don't buy it for a minute. And if I were Dame Lillard, I'd be a little careful because the messaging on this, they, they've been behind on it, and he's hurting his image. He's going to get his money. We know that he's going to be playing basketball someplace next year. If he cares about his image, they should be careful with the way that they're doing this because right now I think he's hurting us. Parallel Jr. I mean, Dame going to Miami is a terribly kept secret, it seems, and this is his agent earning that 3 or 4% by telling these teams that because he doesn't have that trade clause. But the thing that we keep talking about with this situation is that people feel like, well, if they don't trade Dame where he wants to go, then it's going to stop other players from wanting to go to Portland. I don't think I believe that because I think the thing that outweighs that is this idea that Joe Cronin is in his first year or is in his first year with a couple months in as the Blazers GM. I don't think he's going to trade away one of the best Blazers of all time for less returns if you're that early into a job, especially if you don't have to. Like this very much feels like Kevin Durant asking for a trade last July and the Brooklyn Nets not liking what they were getting until a team forced their hand in February. And so I could see them waiting this out if they have to. Woody Page. I don't blame Lillard at all. I'm taking his side on this matter. He wants to go to Miami. He's been a loyal player, a loyal member of that Portland uh, Trailblazer organization for years. He didn't ask for trades before. Mm. He agreed to stay there after they traded away other mm. stars from that team. I think he has the opportunity now to make his mind up and make his decision about where he wants to go, and Portland should go along with it. I don't want to go to St. Clair or Montclair, New Jersey. I don't want to go to Miami Beach. I want to go to Miami. Nobody's going to let wow, me do that, but he's earned the right to do incredible it. Incredible move from you, Woody Page, to respect the loyalty the player has shown towards the franchise for so long, yeah. and then to respect them by trading them away to where they want. Frank, I'll let you respond to that. You know, I'm the kind of guy, I'm worried about everyone's happiness. So besides Damian Lillard, how about the <laughs> happiness of the coaching staff, the ticket office, the marketing department, management of Portland, if they make a terrible trade? Or does their happiness not matter? It's only Damian Lillard. And Ramona Shelford. Damian Lillard will be all right. I thought for sure Frank was going to bring up the Oh, next. that's what I wanted to do. <laughs> so it was, okay, you could be like Kevin Garnett, one of the greatest of all time, and find your way with Boston. Or go play with the MVP. Or go to the Knicks and play where they have their arena. That was the selling point. <laughs> Ramon, I heard you talk you this know week the about the idea that Dame was from the Bay Area, and if Golden State yeah. would have held out, it could have been Dame Lillard to Golden State instead of Chris Paul. Is that true? Yeah, I mean, he had an interest in going home to play for the Warriors, but once they made that trade with Jordan Poole and Chris Paul, I think that took off the way that oh, they could. Oh, man, you think they have think regrets? About we'll move on. Fire still next. a lot of money. They got luxury taxes. You think they want to redo on that? Do over. Around the Horn is presented by Corona. 
please drink responsibly. Part of happy hour. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guarantee Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Welcome back to Around the Horn, coming to you from the seaport. Brought to you by Chase. Rock solid, sturdy. Jimmy Butler, wordy, head button, then what in Grant Williams is making a move this offseason from the Celtics who signed him but then traded him to Dallas. I want to get your take on this. Boston undergoing real changes now. And the Mavericks offseason, Irving, Grant Williams, Seth Curry. Today, news of the day, Portland matched on Matisse Tybel, so no go for Dallas there. Ramona, do you see this Grant Williams trade more about what the Mavs are doing or the Celtics are doing? I think it's about the Mavs because once they traded for Kyrie Irving, you knew that duo offensively of Luka Doncic and Kyrie Irving was going to be great. But defensively, they were it was terrible around the perimeter, and they need somebody just like Grant Williams to help that lock in that defense. You know, somebody like Dorian Finney-Smith, like who they used to have. Woody Page. Ramona, the Mavs are an honorable mention kind of team in the Western Conference. Forget about that. This is about <laughs> Boston. You got rid of the heart of the team, and now you're getting rid of one of your best defensive players uh, who actually did a great job against Giannis two years ago. And what are you doing getting rid of Grant Williams, too, when you could have kept him as part of the basis for what they were able to do in the last couple of years? No, this was a mistake. Our Lyles Jr., it's about the Mavs. They're addressing one of their biggest needs. They're getting a 3 and D player who has shot 40% from three-point range the last two seasons, and he's one of 11 players to to guard uh, guards, forwards, and centers on 750 half-court possessions or more, according to Second Spectrum. So if you're able to do that, that is the type of player that you need after, again, to Ramona's point, you traded away all the guys that could do that last year. Wow. Frank Isola. Hey. I, I love the fact that Grant Williams is now joining Luka Doncic, two of the all-time whiners in the NBA. Whoa, I would know nothing about whiners. Now we've playing. got the other I, side of the game. As you know. Okay. But I will say this. I do think the Boston Celtics, there'll come a point next year where Celtic fans will sit around and say, man, we really miss the toughness of Marcus Smart and Grant Williams. Getting rid of role players yeah. like that on a team that made it to the finals last year, one game away this year, be careful. It is a move where they're often changing defense for offense. 
when, you know, they had some offensive struggles late in games for sure, but defense was kind of how this team was built. Very interesting. It's also, it's also for tax reasons they're doing it, too. Oh, to get back into a better space, yeah. Mid-season tournament in the NBA, let's open up the hood on that. We don't have all the details. They'll come out Saturday, but we do know all teams will participate in a randomly drawn group stage. There are six groups. Each team plays four games in groups. Six group winners, two wild cards, make a knockout. That's single elimination to get to a final four, and then the final four play December 7th, and then the final game December 9th in Las Vegas. Woody, are you following this? Does this have you excited? Will this work? <laughs> This is the worst idea I've ever seen covering basketball for the last really? 65, 70 years. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. We're going to copy a Europe. We pay no attention to European soccer. We're not going to pay any attention to this tournament. Okay, that's not who cares who wins it? And midseason, December is the beginning of the season, not the middle mm -hmm. of the season. Harry Jr.? First off, as a college football reporter, I can tell you, I, when I see a sports organization going for some money, I know it, and this is that, okay? But also, Woody, let's calm down just a little bit here, okay? They're just putting some herbs and spices on regular season games, and we're going to have two two teams maybe, right, that play 83. So this is no different. We're just prettying this thing up and sending it out there for the customer. Right, guys, Sola? Yeah. Fast forward December 10th, Woody Page. We won the NBA championship. Denver won the play in the league. It's the first year of it. It'll be fine. This not and the games count toward the regular season. Last I got no Really? Problem. Okay. Well, Frank. So then you can hang this banner at your arena at, at Madison Square Garden at well, the next You know what? <laughs> it, you know, it's funny you say that. I think Milwaukee accomplished something this year, having the best record over the course of the regular season. That should mean something. I get so now, it. Our sporting culture is that it doesn't mean Shield or whatever it's called. It okay. And, and Shelburne. Yeah. Hockey, the same thing. You know, we've 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 quoted so many movies and shows. I'm going to go with this one. Ted Lasso in the last episode. <laughs> you got Jamie Dart saying. You got Ted Lasso saying. Wait, so we're in the Champions League, and if we win that, we go to the Premier yeah. League, and if we win that, we go to the Championship Tournament. Uh, what am I missing? Yeah, People yeah. don't like change, okay? Like when I joined around the horn, Jackie True. McMullen said, hey, don't check the comments for like six months. People aren't going to like any new panelists. So, oh, everybody, no. Yeah, you're saying people resist change, and this is change that they're going to. Okay. Yeah. Have players playing in games been a problem for your league over the last season or two? I think we all know the answer to that. Maybe this Lowe's gets them to play more, maybe not. We don't know. One more story here. Buy or sell three, the New York Mets. Ah, oh, they came back last night. Francisco... Alvarez may be the most clutch player in baseball this year. The rookie catcher gets it done again late. And the Mets came back to beat the Diamondbacks 2-1. This is a run they're on, Woody. 4-0 in July. You believe in hope? <laughs> Not in this case. The Mets have a, a payroll that is about $350 million over the Miami Marlins. Guess who's ahead in that, <laughs> in that wild card yeah. race? They have no chance. They're playing awful. Their pitching staff is broken down and old. Give me a Frank, break. you're in New York. Reason for hope here? Woody, repeat after me. Undefeated in July. Now, granted, I wish it were July. <laughs> but the way the season is, the way the schedule is set up, you, you know, a lot of teams make the, the wild card. They're not going to catch the Braves. They can get a wild Harry card. Lyles? Sorry, Woody. Yeah, this is about the wild card. They're certainly not going to catch the Braves, Woody, who are ahead of both of those teams that you mentioned. This is about winning the wild card. There's They're too much talent on this team Marlins. for them to not give it a shot. Uh -huh. Ramona Shelburne. You guys want to count all the teams that are that they have to catch? 
I'll count the teams that they're ahead of in the standings. There's three of them. <laughs> okay. They're only better than, uh, only better than three July. teams. The Cardinals. Come on. Well, Frank, the Cardinals, the Rockies. Undefeated in July, list. not something now you can say for years. Defeated in July. Frank Isola. Thank you, Frank. Thank you, Woody. You guys can finish that conversation back there. Shelburne, Lyles, Showdown next. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Around the Horn is presented by Corona. Please drink responsibly. Part of happy hour. How the Marlins beat the Cardinals last night, but really, how the Cardinals lost to the Marlins. That's Jordan Hicks, the closer, about to close out the game and throwing it away. Here's the debate. Ramona, is this more about the Marlins year or more that this is not the Cardinals year? Oh, this is not the Cardinals year. I mean, Jordan Walker just hit a two-run homer in the, in the fourth this bottom of the inning here, and then they throw it away like yeah. that. Oh, yeah. Like, it's one thing when people are trying to be bad. The Cardinals were trying to be good this year, but they just are bad. Harry Lyles Jr.? Yeah, it's it's definitely in the Cardinals. If they stay on this pace, this will be their worst season since 1918. And it'll be their 16th worst team of all time, which doesn't seem terrible until you remember that they've been playing since 1882. You both seem a little <laughs> bit happy about that. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say that, with, with just, but I'll split the point and we'll move on. I'm just glad they have the best fans in baseball. Showdown 2, Neymar flopping. Not something that would surprise you. Neymar carded, also not out of the ordinary. And now this, Brazilian authorities noticing flopping in a man-made lake on his property and carted him $3.3 million. <laughs> Illegal artificial lake taking river water is a breach of environmental regulations. Harry, is it worth the fine? Is it serious? What is this? <laughs> it's not worth a fine. People in Atlanta can tell you man-made lakes are a terrible idea, but I've got a number for you. 62.2. That was the average temperature on Earth Monday, the hottest day ever recorded. Anytime you're committing an environmental infraction right now, it is awful for all of us. Not worth it. Oh, you were taking this so seriously. Neymar just wanted a place he could take a dive, okay? Somebody forgot to pay off the wrong or the right guy here. <laughs> I think this is very serious, too. I... I... I'm going to give the point to Harry Lyles Jr. and 30 seconds of FaceTime. So Twitter is sort of on a losing streak right now. People are trying to find out where they're going to go if this thing blows up. Are they going to go to Blue Sky? Are they going to go to Spill? Well, threads opened up yesterday, and a lot of people jumped on that. And Kevin Durant took the time today to tweet on threads with the burner, come find me. And somebody replied, you don't think you're too grown to be acting like this? And he said, I lack maturity. I love the troll by Kevin Durant. It's perfect. Keep acting any way you want to on social media. My man is working for you. We're on a 23 and a half hour break. See you tomorrow around the horn.